so much. Such a privilege for me to be here. Can we just quickly lift our hands to heaven just one more time? Father, we thank you today that you have sent me here with an assignment and a mandate from heaven. And Lord, therefore, we declare this in the name of Jesus, that no man, no woman, no, no boy, no girl will leave as they came. In Jesus' name, we are ready to experience your presence, your power. And this is a Sunday of breakthrough. And therefore, we declare breakthrough is coming to the house of the Lord. I want to ask you, wherever you're standing, to lift your hands to heaven. And for the next two minutes, just to pray in the Spirit as loud as you can. Come on. Come on. Come all across this place. Just lift those voices in one accord. We are expectant, Lord. Something is going to break this morning. Something is going to break this morning. This morning, Lord, victory is coming. Come on, lift those voices. Pray, pray, pray. Pray like your life depends on us. Mantosko Provoski Ziartosko Robo Come on, just one more minute, one more minute. Pray with everything you have. Robrosko Provoski. Thank you, Spirit of God. I give you glory, Lord. I give you all the glory, all the praise. Something is going to happen in this house. We give you glory, Lord. As you're standing with your hands lifted, your eye closed, hear me. Sound comes before sight. Many people want to change of season. But you have to change the sound first. We can change our scenery by changing our sound. So this morning we say, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And I thank you, Lord, for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory. Can you feel something is about to happen? Hallelujah. Come on, give Jesus a great shout of praise. Come on. Amen and amen. You may take your seat for a minute. And I want to just quickly come down here because I, I feel so strong the glory of the Lord. And anything might happen. I want you to look at your neighbor quickly and just say anything might happen. Come on, I want to I I ask if there's about five people here this morning with crazy faith. Because I need you to help me preach this morning. I, I, I want to say what I experience, what I feel right now. That there's a breakthrough coming to your house. Okay, maybe, maybe somebody's catching on this side. I, I say there's, there's breakthrough coming to your house this morning. I'm not, 
I want to, I want to, I want you to to grab a hold of this because there's a there's coming a clear distinction between those who's born again and those who's of this world. There's coming a clear distinction. You can write this down. The minute I'm telling you this, there's coming to the world a clear distinction of those who's born again and those who's of this world. Those who's born again, I want you to listen to me right now. The breakthrough that God's about to release to your house is like something you have never seen before. I'm speaking to somebody. God is about to stretch your tent pegs. Come on. God is about to bring increase in your life like never before. Where's the five people I'm preaching to this morning? You, 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 you better hear me. The, the scenery cannot change unless your sound change. You better grab a hold of this. I'm declaring to you. I'm not just here saying something. I'm here on assignment to tell you that God sent me to this place to tell you that there's a breakthrough coming to your house. Not tomorrow. I'm telling you it's coming to your house today. God is about to do something. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, I'm preaching to somebody. Hallelujah. The milk and the honey is about to flow in Jesus' name. God's about to open up a door for you which no man can shut. Hallelujah. Woo! Come on, I feel it in the atmosphere. Something is about to break. Come on, I'm here this morning. Somebody wants to grab a hold of this. I'm here serving an eviction notice on the devil. I'm saying this is where it ends. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody in the middle. This is where God is turning it around for you. Come on, maybe this side. This is the place where God is turning it around for you. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. The doctor can say it runs in your family. I'm here telling you this is where it runs out. In the name of Jesus. Woo! I just cannot shake this. I feel bright through the atmosphere. You know, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, all heard the same word, but some of them took the word and they mixed it with faith. If you can just take the word quickly, because God cannot lie. The one who said, I will carry you, I'll be with you through the fire, I'll be through you, with you through the water, is the same God that's here today. If you can just grab a hold of this. I feel like saying this and declaring this, that 2024 is going to be a great year for New Way Church. When I go to a place, I always ask God, give me a word for the church. Give me a word. 2024 will be an unprecedented year for New Way Church. Yes, Holy Ghost. It will be a year not just for physical signs and wonders that will follow. There will be physical signs and wonders. But 2024... Pastor Richard is going to be here of supernatural signs and wonders through your ministry. What God is going to do. It's going to be the best financial here for your ministry. It's going to be here. You think that the property that, that you're busy with is that God says there's so much that he's going to release into your hands because he can trust you. I'm telling you, you better get ready for what God is going to do. A year of acceleration. A year of divine favor. A year where the glory of God shall rest. Now, I don't say this lightly. If you go to come to South Africa, our ministry, our facility, everybody that walks in there says that they sense the presence of God. I had people that came just to see the complex and will walk in and fall under the power of God. God says, this is what's about to happen to New Way Church. It shall become a hub of the glory of God. Oh, holy God, I feel it. I feel it. 
I'm telling you right now, those who, sp who spot of this ministry, I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm only speaking to those who believe the prophet of God this morning. God is going to crush debt. Oh, you, you didn't catch it. Maybe you this side, hear this. Not just the church will be debt free, but the people shall God bring to a place of divine favor where you'll become debt free. Hallelujah. 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 I said, Hallelujah. Come on, can you? I, I, I want to say this in this way that I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Rain is about to come, people of God. It's coming in waves and in measures that you have not yet seen before. Glory to the Most High God. Now, the word that God has placed in my spirit is this Goliath has fallen. Not Goliath will fall. Not Goliath is about to fall. God gave me the word, Goliath has fallen. Goliath has fallen. Say this with me. Goliath has fallen. Maybe your Goliath is cancer, debt, worry, fear, burden, lack. I'm here telling you in the name of above every other name, the highest name, the most powerful name, the most glorious name. Come on, the most holiest name. The name which every single other name must bow to, that that holy name. I want to tell you that this is where cancer stops. This is where breakthrough comes. Come on, this is where lack ends. This is where overflows, overflow falls. Goliath has fallen. It doesn't matter what the doctor has told you. I'm announcing to you that the Lord says Goliath has fallen. The same God who brought you through last month will bring you through this month supernaturally. Woo, come on. The same God who has healed you the last time will do exactly the same today. Because Goliath has Goliath has fallen. Goliath has fallen. I'm speaking to people this morning. We are living in a day and in an age where we will have to have a reservoir of God's word in our spirits. We can't look to the world to be encouraged. You can no longer look at your neighbor to be encouraged. You'll have to encourage yourself in the Lord in this hour. Come on, you'll have to tell yourself, Psalm 23, that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Come on, you'll have to tell yourself, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Come on, listen to me right now. You'll have to encourage yourself in the Lord and say some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we shall remember the name of the Lord our God. You'll have to tell yourself, I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. Come on, you have to tell yourself, my God shall supply all of my needs according to His riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody, I have to... Woo! You'll have to tell yourself this morning, Exodus 15, 26, that He is the Lord, my healer, the one who takes away all of my disease. You don't go to Google and say, Google, what's going to happen? You go to the Bible and encourage yourself in the Lord and says, I am blessed beyond the curse. I don't know about you, I feel breakthroughs about to hit this whole place. Lord, let, let this be a morning 
like never before. That breakthrough shall fall upon your people. People listen to me right now. I sense are so strong. This is where the Holy Spirit is leading me to. Breakthrough is coming to this house this morning. If you can grab the word, grab your faith, hit it together. I say by tomorrow this time. By tomorrow this time. Shout with me, by tomorrow this time. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13 says this. And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. It speaks about the spirit of faith. Now, this is what I sense this morning in this house, the spirit of faith. He says, I believe, and therefore I spoke. You can speak the minute you start to believe. Now, this is why the Bible says that we can call things that is not though they are. Come on, we can call those things that is not though they are. We've got words of life in our mouths. We speak it, we declare it. I'm not talking to about name it, claim it. I'm talking. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody that I'm believing it, and therefore I am receiving it. There's a difference between naming and claiming. And, and, and rece- believing and receiving. We are kind of people that simply believe that God cannot lie. Amen. His word is yes and amen. No word shall I alter from my mouth, nor break any covenant with us. That's the word of God. So if it's in the Bible, it's His will. If it's in His will, it's for me. Every promise is what? Yes and amen. So when God gives you a promise, He's also agreeing with you. Amen means so it shall be. So God says, yes, and so it shall be. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Now, the scripture says this, and I'm going to show a couple of, you can read this in the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel 16 and 17 is a powerful portions of scripture. I'll tell you why. 1 Samuel 16, the Bible says that the stressing spirit sent from God attacked Saul. Saul was looking for somebody that knows how to play the harp. In other words, somebody that knows how to worship. Somebody that knows how to praise. Woo, hallelujah. David was anointed as king, but not yet appointed. He's anointed as king, but he's still tending his father's sheep. They found a man. They said, this man knows how to move the heart of God through his worship. David came, started playing the harp. And when he starts to play the harp, the anointing falls, and the distressing spirit left Saul. The minute David stopped playing, the spirit came back. That's 1 Samuel 16. A man that knows how to worship is a man that knows what it is to go to war. Let me say that again. Because David knew how to worship, that qualified David to enter the war. Okay, maybe you, maybe you catch me this side. Uh, you have to follow me right now. 1 Samuel 16, he was known as a man that knows how to worship. 1 Samuel 17, suddenly Goliath is on the scene. Goliath, by the way, this big giant, I like to call Goliath a bully. He was in the face of Israel. And the only thing he's telling them every single day is how he's going to kill them. How he's going to feed them to the birds of the air. How they're going to serve him. In other words, what does this man do? He brings fear. Fear. Israel is in fear because there's a man that seems too big to fight. Saul was the tallest of the clan. 
But yet Saul was so afraid of, of Goliath that Saul says, this man is too big to miss. But when Goliath came to the scene, he says, this Goliath is too big. All right, let me rephrase that. Saul says, this man is too big to fight. Goliath came, or David came to the scene, saw Goliath, and he says, this man is too big to miss. It's all about perspective. So Saul looked at him and says, if there was just a man big enough to fight, what he doesn't realize is that with the Spirit of God in you, you are a thousand times bigger on the inside than you are on the outside. David came, he says, this guy is too big, too big to miss. Now I want you to follow me right now. There's a huge contrast between David and Jesus. David was a shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. But David even says, the Lord is my shepherd. David became the king of Israel. Jesus is the king of kings. Are you here? Now, follow me for a moment. I'm, I, I, for, for time's sake, I'm just going to jump a couple of... You can read this in the book of 1 Samuel 17, and you, you can study the whole scripture. So, Paul says this. He says, we believe, therefore we speak. That's how the spirit of faith operates. We believe, therefore you speak. Now, the Bible says this. David was tending his father's sheep. That was his business. Tending his father's sheep. Now, I, I'm going to preach in a minute. I want to just create something for you that you understand this. When he was tending his father's sheep, he was spending time alone. God was preparing him. Never look at your life and say, where am I heading? I'm, I'm here. It seems like insignificant. It seems like I'm just tending sheep and what's about to happen with my life. I'm telling you, God is setting you up to fight some of the biggest wars of your life and give you the victory. Follow me right now. That's so he's tending his father's sheep. His father's calling him and says, I want you to go down to the battle and I want you to go and take your brothers some food. Now the scripture says that Israel and the Philistines were busy at war. They are standing watching one another. But yet Israel says, we already lost the war. We cannot fight them. David comes to the scene and he sees this big bully goes off. And he's saying that, I am go uh, give me a man to fight. That's what the scripture says. He goes on to say that the scripture says he terrorized Israel. And he says, just give me a man to fight so I can show you how powerful we are and how insignificant you are. And he even, the scripture says, he even mocked God. He mocked the God of Israel. He mocked the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He mocked God Almighty. And David got there and he was listening to how this man speaks. So you have to understand, his mouth was opened every day against them. In other words, you're going to die young. You will mount to nothing. Come on, there's no future for you. There's no hope for you. Come on, his eyes was open, looking at the destruction of Israel. I'm speaking to you about Goliath right now. Bully him whole day, every day. Say that we're going to kill you, you're going to serve us, you're gonna be, you will become slaves of us. But when David came to the scene, I can just imagine David said, this is enough. Just, just tell me, what does the man get that kills this profound thing? This thing that comes up against my God Almighty. Just tell, me what, just tell me what I need to do to shut him up for good. Come on, let me be the one that says, Goliath, this is where it runs out. No more will you arrest us. No more, come on, no more will we live in fear and bondage and anxiety. God's about to heal me. God's about to restore me. Come on, God's about to pick me up. Come on, God's about to move miraculously in my eyes. 
You see, in every generation, God brings forth somebody that will break the status quo. I, I, I like this bottle. Let, let, let me speak to this. Let me preach to you right now. In every generation, God is raising up somebody that says, I will break records in my family. I will be the one that when they say it's impossible, God will do it through me. Is there somebody in this house that says, I am the one in my generation, the one in my family. Hallelujah. That will carry breakthrough. That will carry victory. I said, I'm the one in my family. Hallelujah. David was fed up. He says, you come against my God. Now I'm going to show you. What does the man get that kills this thing? They said, well, immediately you won't be able to pay tax. We will, we will stop your whole family of paying taxes. And then you will get one of Saul's daughters. David said, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Now, I love this. Saul looked at David. He says, David, you're too young. David was so young that he was not even in war yet because of his age. The only thing, David, that you do is you tend your father's sheep. You're a shepherd. Look at those men. Those men are men of war. They even look like men of war. They have the whole outfit, the whole garment. But you nothing. You're too young. You do. Come on, you are. You're not strong enough. You're not big enough. You're not rich enough. You're not. And David said, if I can just say something. If I can just say something. Yes, sir, I haven't been in war. But I can tell you one thing. I have a testimony. Okay, let me speak this side. I remember. I remember the day that I was in the desert for 40 years. And God made it rain manna down from heaven. My clothes grew on my back. My shoes grew with my feet. Come on, I remember the day this, that God fed me with manna from heaven. I remember the day standing before a red sea. And I thought there's no way out. But God says, I am that I am. And the water spotted. My God, I feel the anointing. And I walked through on dry ground. I remember the day that they threw me in a lion's den. But God's power came. And he shut the mouths of the lions. I remember the day that I've ended up in fire because I refused to bow to Baal. I refuse to bow to dead idols. And I remember as they threw me in the fire, I came out not even smelling like smoke. Oh, I'll preach to somebody here. I have been through hell, but I smell like heaven. Woo, I have a testimony. I have a testimony. I'm speaking to people that you've been through hell, but you smell like heaven. You're not qualified, that's fine. But I have a testimony. God said, I have a testimony. I once was blind, but now I can see. I was lost, but now I'm found. David says, I'm not, I'm not qualified to look like you, speak like you, talk like you, do what you do. But let me tell you, I've got a testimony. They have overcame through the blood of the Lamb and through the word of their testimony. The same God who has done it for you before will still do it for you today. Now, now David said this, David said this. He said there was a lion that came. And that, that lion came and he snatched up one of my lambs and he was running and he, I didn't leave him. I chased him. And I grabbed a hold of him and I smacked him around. And I, come on, I tore his, his I tore him apart with my bare hands to save the one. I think Saul was standing, wow. He said, no, 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 hang on, sir. There, there was a time that the bear came. 
And the bear did the same thing. And I showed him who's the true king. I smacked him around. And I say, you see, sir, I don't, I don't have the qualifications. But I have a testimony. If you have a testimony this morning, I want to tell you, you are one up over the enemy. In Jesus' mighty name. Am I speaking to somebody in this crowd? Am I, am I in the right place? You have a testimony. And based on your testimony, come on, I'm speaking to people right now that has got a testimony. I remember the days that God sent the ravens to feed me. Woo! Say with me, breakthrough. 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 I don't know, I'm trying to contain it, but I feel the fire of God on it this morning. I feel the glory of the Lord in this house. There's breakthrough. You see, the enemy wants you to forget about what God has done for you before. Stop worrying about what you have right now and thank God for all the stuff that He's done for you before. He'll do it for you again. You see, when David came to the scenes, his brothers was very angry at him. What are you doing here? Jealous. David says, is this not the cause? Is there not a cause? This is, the, this is the reason why God has called me. I'll tell you something. God will use the Goliath to awaken the king in you. Why is God allowing the giants just to show you how powerful he is in your life? Now you better hear me. They try to, Saul says, all right, I like your testimony, but now you're going to have to walk with my armor. And he puts his armor on him. And, and David starts walking like this. He says, no, so hang on, hang on. I, I can't walk in your armor. I've not been trained in this. But I have the armor of God. Yes. You see, what the, world will, what the world will want you to do to qualify you, they will say, okay, but on our T's and C's, you can do this on our terms and conditions. You see, you are called to be a light, not a, not a shadow. Amen. Come on. You're, you're not called to be an echo. You're called to be a voice. So the world will say, you can do it, but based on my T's and C's, you better get up and say, I've not been trained. I've not been trained in your way. I, I, I can't walk with what you've got, but I've got something in me. I said, I've got, my God, I've got something in me. You see, they wanted to put it on him. But what David wanted to say is, I've got something in me. Come on, speaking to somebody that says, I've got something in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I'm telling you this morning, I've got something in me to release to you. And if you want to receive it, I'm releasing it. And I say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let the anointing speak this morning. I want to come against every demonic spirit that has arrested you and attacked you and kept you awake at night and brought fear to you. Every bully spirit that told you that you're going to die young. In the name of Jesus Christ, I curse it back to hell and I command life. I speak the blessing of God over you. In Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says there's a name above every other name the 
the, the trouble with Goliath was he had a name. Oh, you're going to catch it in a moment. That was the, the trouble with Goliath. He had a name. There's a name above every other name. If you study the name Goliath, it's derived from the name or the word Golgotha. Did you know that? Goliath is derived from Golgotha. In the book of Mark, the Bible says Jesus died at a place called the place of the skull, which is called Golgotha. Golgotha means place of the skull. I want you to follow me right now. The scripture says, when Goliath saw David, he laughed at him. He said, you bring this man with sticks to come and fight against me, the great champion? But I can imagine, David said, there's only one true champion. And from my bloodline shall rise up the king of the ages, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the all-powerful one. Come on, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the Messiah shall come through my loins. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Don't you think that David stood there for one minute and worried about this big mouth? David said, I've got something in me. Do you know who's standing in front of you? The king shall come from me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David said to him, now this is the problem. You've defied the God of Israel for far too long. No more. I can see the whole of Israel just backing down. Look at this small guy. How's he going to fight this big man? And here's the thing. Goliath ran towards him. And the scripture says, just before Goliath ran, he picked up five stones, smooth stones. I like it, smooth stones, five. Why five? Not because David thought he's going to miss. David knew Goliath got brothers. You see, let me just deal with this quickly. I want to add this as I hear the Spirit of God says this to me. We remembered when Jesus and his disciples were walking, the scripture says he became hungry and there was a fig tree. And he turned to the fig tree, there was leaves on, but there was no fruit. He cursed it. Cursed the tree. The next day they walked past, the scripture says this. When they walked past, they saw the tree rebuked, cursed from the root upwards. So what David was saying is, I'm picking up five stones, not because I'm going to miss, but because we are going to deal with the root. When I deal with him, I'm not coming back on another day. <laughs> what, do I, what does this preacher tell you? Today is the day that you're going to deal with it? Okay, in plain English, the Egyptians you see today, you'll see no more. Now, keep in mind, Goliath has fallen. Say with me, Goliath, Goliath has, fallen. has fallen. David ran towards him with a slingshot. I love what Pastor Richard said on Wednesday night, that they don't realize how many preachers are the ones with the slingshot, having to protect the nation, having to protect God's people against these giants. And when that rock left the slingshot, the rock hit him right Right here. Now, what actually had to happen, he had to fall backwards. The law of gravity. Backwards, but he did not fall backwards. He fell forwards. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's not just any rock. The rock of ages sorted that thing out. Okay, now. 
This is the same psalmist that says, when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock which is higher than I. Are you following what I'm saying? He didn't just sort him out of a rock. There's a rock that dealt with Goliath. The rock brought him to his knees. The same David that could not walk with Saul's armor rushed towards Goliath and picked up Goliath's sword. He took off the head of Goliath with Goliath's own sword. Yet he could not walk with Saul's sword. In other words, when Jesus fights for you, he gives you the empowerment and the ability to use what was supposed to kill you as breakthrough. Is somebody grabbing a hold of this word this morning? The sword was supposed to kill him. He could not walk with Saul's armor. But the minute the rock of ages rose up, and brought that Goliath, that giant, to its knees. The anointing came upon him, and he grabbed a hold of the sword that was meant to kill him. The sword that's meant to kill you will announce your kingship. The sword that's about to... The, oh, come on now. That doctor's report shall be turned around into your biggest testimony. In the name of Jesus. But David said, I'm not just killing him. Today I am taking off the head. I am going back to the root, the mouth that has harassed, the eyes that has gazed. I'm going to take it off. So the Bible says he cut off his head. Bang. You know what happens next? He grabs the head. The Bible says he walked towards Golgotha. Jerusalem. Did you know if you studied, he planted the skull right into Golgotha, the place of the skull. You better follow me now. Jesus came and he died on Golgotha, the place of the skull. The very same place where David walked back. Why? Why did they do that? Because Golgotha was the highest mountain in Jerusalem. So what they would do is like a, like a trophy. They would go back to Golgotha and plant it so that Israel could see, Jerusalem could see, God gave us the victory. So, so Jerusalem will see, God gave us the victory. But what God said now, next is, I am going to send the best of the best. And it will come from that lineage. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Everlasting Father, Mighty God. Come on. He's the, he will be the Prince of Peace. He will come on. Somebody help me. I'm speaking about the greatest of the great. He will be glorious, conqueror, triumphant, mighty, healer, deliverer, shield, our defense. Our strong tower, our best friend, omnipotent, omnipresent, soon and coming king. Alpha, Omega, the Lord of everything. Our hiding place, our secret place, our place called there. Come on, the captain of our salvation. I'm speaking to somebody right now. He will be Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Tikkuni, Jehovah Rofeka, Jehovah Rapha. 
He will be the healer. He will be the redeemer. Hallelujah. The Lamb of God. Jesus is his name. Jesus is his name. I said, Jesus is his name. Tell that giant, Jesus is his name. I want you to follow me. Don't miss me for a second. He planted that head as a trophy. In other words, look what the Lord has done. But then God says, I'm going to send the best. Because there will be a church in Palm Coast, Florida. In 2023, that's going to need the deliverer. They're going to need breakthrough. They will have to be, doctors report that have to be canceled. They will be needing a miracle in the property. And he died on that same place when they lifted him up. What he was saying, Goliath has forever fallen. I want you to follow me. David is running away from Saul. He just killed this giant. Everybody praises David, and Saul doesn't like it. So David is fleeing, gets to the temple. He says, isn't there something to eat? Eventually, the priest gave him bread. Then he says, perhaps, maybe, there's a sword of some kind here. Now, David hit the sword in the tent at battle. But somehow, by God's mighty hand, that same sword ended up in the temple. The priest turned to me and said, I don't have an ordinary sword. I just got Goliath's sword. I can imagine David said, what? Give it to me. There's none like it. You, you better hear me now. David kills Goliath. Hit the sword in the tent. David eventually flees for his life. Came back to the temple. I just want to look around a little bit this, this morning. Came back to the temple. We're going to catch it in a moment. Okay, let me, let me tell you this in our language. He came back to the church. He said, church, is there something to eat? He said, I don't have bread from the showcase, but I've got the bread of life. I want you to eat this bread. You'll never hunger again. Once you get to know him, you'll never have need again. Perhaps you've got something for me to fight. You know, the only sword I have is Goliath's sword. In other words, the only sword that I have is that very thing that wanted to kill you. That very thing that the enemy used against you. Suddenly, give me that. There's none like it. What, what, am I, what am I telling you this right now? You are not just here by chance. I'm here telling you, you've come back to the church. You've said, is there something for me to eat? And maybe there's a weapon for me just to fight. I'm telling you this right now. Listen, listen to me right now. There, I, have to, I have to throw this in right now. There was, there's a, a pastor that took over a church, and he says, he says I'm going to shake some things up. I want nobody to shout in the church no more. I don't want anybody, this is a real story. I don't want anybody to scream in the church. I want you to be dead silent every single Sunday. He says the first Sunday, second Sunday, third Sunday, everything was great. 
he says on the fourth Sunday, he preached. And he says somebody in the back jumped onto their feet and they shouted, Hallelujah! Glory to God! And he says, Sir, I want to see you afterwards, please. So he saw the man. He says, What did I say for you to shout? I've asked so many times, don't shout in church. Tell me, what did I say so that I can say it no more? Because I don't want you to get excited. He says, the man looked at him a bit and he says, sir, you said nothing. He says, but I remembered that I was lost. I remember that I was on my way to hell. I remember the day that I was supposed to be lost, but Jesus came and he saved me. Why do I, why do I throw that in? It's because there's a weapon this morning. You remember what he has taken you out of. You remember the day that you were on your way to hell. But Jesus came by his blood and he has redeemed you and set you free. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Goliath is about to fall. Not just, not just. I want, I, want to, I want to do what the Holy Spirit tells me to do. Can I do that just for a second? Now, you have to understand something. When, when they lift Jesus up on that cross, the enemy has been defeated once and for all. Jesus doesn't have to come back and die on the cross again to set you free and deliver you. He has done it. In other words, our David, the king of Israel, killed Goliath. The king of kings came and he settled it once and for all. But I'm telling you where the Lord is taking the church into into a place where there will be no struggle. <sighs> now what I'm going to say now, I want you to grab this and by faith in Jesus' name. Things is about to get easy. I prophesy, and I, I, I declare this from my spirit man because I know the voice of God. Things is about to get easy for the body. They, the struggle will be gone. Because God has dealt with Goliath. This morning you don't have to beg for your healing. You simply receive it. You don't have to say if there was just a man. You can say there was one man. And his name is the great I am. The one who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Based on his life. Based on his accomplishments. I received my inheritance. Is somebody listening to me right now? And I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say this in any case. And I'll, I'll ask for forgiveness afterwards. But I, I sense in my heart that there's coming a breakthrough for this church property. I really do. And I'll tell you what. And please, your, your pastors didn't ask me to say anything. I'm telling you what I hear the Spirit of God says. Goliath has fallen. It looked like a mountain. It looked like hell. But I'm telling you, it's here. It is right here. The victory, the breakthrough is among us. It is here. And I hear, when, when I said that, I heard in my spirit, is there not a cause? Oh, there's a cause. The cause is we're going to expand the gospel, the, the gospel of this kingdom through doing what we need to do. God has placed some Davids in this house. I'll just say it as I hear it. You've looked at Pastor Rich and Kimberly and, and the family and says, this is the Davids. 
But God says, I've got some Davids among me. David's among them. In actual fact, Holy Ghost, I'm just going while, while to, I'm, while, I'm, while I'm hot, I'll just say this. I see some Aaron's and some hers that lift up their hands. Because this is what the Lord says to me. This will not be, in a, you know, a, I didn't come for any other thing but just to obey the Spirit of God. Goliath shall not be fought by them alone. It will be a collective thing out of this ministry, out of this church. But get ready. <laughs> maybe, you gra- maybe you grab this. Any person who is behind this vision will never have to deal with a Goliath ever again. Never again. And you can take to the bank what I said. I told, I said to the Lord this. Just take your seat for one minute before I'm going to go on to the next point. I'll get you out of here before 3 p.m. I asked the Lord this one day, I said, Lord, look at the economy. I said, Lord, everything is falling apart. You know what God said to me? He says, your future is not based on the economy of the world. It's based on your seed. Now, I don't know if I told you this before when I was here, but uh, uh, let me say this again for the sake of those who haven't been here. In South Africa, I rent a, a property, a church property, church facility. It's about 12 acres property, nice property, nice facility. And so we pay, in South Africa, we got rand. Our rand is nothing. Um, let me say this to you. One dollar is almost 20 rand. So we, we rent this piece of space for 100,000 rand. But God has awakened something in us, a nation that's called America. Before I had my visas to come here, I wept over the nation of America. Because I know that God is not done with this nation. Now, America produced some of the greatest evangelists in the world. Send them to the world. So many of them has gone home to be with the Lord. Now God is sending people to America to stir up the hearts of men. Are you, are you following me? And so now we, are, we came to a point in our lives where we sold our house. We said we're going to America because... I'm here so much. I think this is my eighth time. Do you know that I've been in 30, three zero of your states? There's 50. I've been in 30. That's a lot of states. Now, Dylan, if you can help me, uh, we use kilometers in South Africa. We've traveled more than 10,000 kilometers in six weeks. I don't know how many miles that is. 6,500. Thank you, sir. 6,500 miles in six weeks. That's a lot of miles. It's a lot of kilometers, more than 10,000. So long story short, we sell our house and we made money off our house. We made one million rand, which is a lot of money. We came to America. We, we needed a property. So we found a property. In this property, we will live and set up our offices because we're busy in America. And I am standing in Orlando, Florida, at 1 a.m. in the morning outside praying. And I'm walking up and down, and the glory of God hit me. And I started weeping. In the street, and I heard the Lord say to me, If the money in your account is your only security, you have no hope. Sow it. That's what He said to me. If the money in your bank, if the money in your account, now I'm speaking to somebody, if money in your account, in your bank is your only security, you have no hope. Then He said to me, Sow it. Now, to sow a million, a million rand, or a million dollars, or a million pounds, it's a lot of money in any language. Right? It certainly will stretch my faith to the next level. Okay, 
I see my wife looks at me. This means <laughs> it's a lot of money for who? Not for God. You see, I'm, I'm a conscious. It's a lot of money for who? Not to God. Okay, but just follow me. Now I say to the Lord, all right, Lord, let me break it to my wife. Don't tell her. Because if you tell her, she's going to sow the money before I get home because she's the biggest sower that I know. So I got back, walked into the room, she says, sow that money. I said, Lord. <laughs> now, everything is ready. We have to sow. We need property in America. We need to stay somewhere and have our offices set up. But God's voice spoke. And that's more important than all the money in the world. So we called our kids. We said, kids, sit down. We're going to have to tell you something. We are going to give away everything that we have. I thought they're going to cry. They rejoiced. Yes. It's our biggest seed ever. And so we sold the money, gave it away to different ministries and whatever we've done. So now we've got nothing. That's what the enemy tells me. I'm going to a coffee shop to buy my wife coffee, standing in the queue. As I'm about to pay, the woman says, no, somebody paid already. Okay, thank you, Lord. This is the start of favor. Amen. So long story short, I'm back in South Africa. I'm sitting in a conference. And the owner of the building walked up towards me. Now, let me explain something to you. That building is worth 24 million rand. Okay, I sold a million rand. The owner walked into this conference. I was sitting at the end. He came to me and said, so the Lord says, I must sow the property into your life. Amen. And he sowed the whole place. And I heard, Goliath has fallen. I feel that same anointing here, right now, to declare this. Goliath has fallen. Let me tell you something, what God does with a person that walks in obedience. He will make a way for you, where there seems to be no way. In my mind, I wanted to try to figure it out. How will I do it? What's the difference between 1 million and 10 million? Just the extra note. And I shall not be moved. (laughs) (laughs) I shall not be moved. What's the difference? The same God that can give me 10 million is the one that can give me 100 million. Why am I saying this? I'm here as a voice of God this morning. And say, I see this in my spirit eye. That there's a breakthrough coming this morning for the church and for God's people that sits in this building. There's a breakthrough. And God is about to shift things for you in a mighty way. I want to do something quickly. Can I ask the keyboard player just to come up here quickly? And I want everybody in these seats to hear me right now. I feel the Holy Spirit is interrupting this whole message and I love it. I have seen this. I was standing in a church the one day and the Lord said to me to declare the word and I declare the word. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to me, they mock, they mock what you just said. I said, okay, there's somebody that you just mocked me. But let me tell you, I've declared this, that God said that there's a person sitting in a place that God is bringing forth financial breakthrough in the next five minutes. And the Lord says, there's somebody that mocked you just now. They mocked the Word of God. But to prove that I am El Shaddai, say this publicly, I said, sir, you that needs that breakthrough, switch on your cell phone, you'll see the miracle has started. He switched off his cell phone, his cell phone went off. The man jumped up, he ran from the back of the church, ran up towards me, picked me up, swing me in the air. And he was a preacher. He said, I was about to lose everything. I just received breakthrough. So for those who want to believe this morning, there's breakthrough in the house.
of the Lord. God is dealing with the giants in your life. You don't have to fight for it. Have you realized if you read the scripture how we as Christians ought to fight? Sitting down. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. When you're seated, it means that you're under you have the authority, but yet you're under authority. Are you following me? This morning, you're not going to have to have a literal fight with Goliath. You'll have to say, this is where it runs out. My wife asked me to go to the doctor for a checkup because I preach so much and she wants to make sure I'm healthy. So I went to the family doctor. The family doctor tells me, We're gonna, you're going to do what we've done with all of your family. There's high blood pressure issues in your family. So we're going to check your blood pressure. I said, I don't have blood pressure issues. She says, no, it runs in your family. I said, no, I'm adopted. <laughs> and she, she looks at me. She says, your parents never told me that they've adopted you. I said, no, I'm adopted. I said, I'm part of the king of kings. I said, I'm born again. I'm saved. My heavenly father does not have high blood pressure, doesn't have sugar diabetes, doesn't have arthritis. I'm adopted. And because I'm adopted, I have access to his purse. God, if I be your servant, let, they, let them see it this morning. Break through in this house. Break through in this hour. In the name of Jesus. What are you believing God for? What are you believing God for? Because I'm telling you, if you look to the cross, you'll find the skull deep hidden in that mountain. But the cross of Calvary paid it all. Goliath has been dealt with. The giant has fallen. His head is off. It's cursed to the root. Now this morning, I curse cancer to the root in the name of Jesus. Every sickness and disease, I curse it back to health. There will be no lack, no more lack in the name of Jesus. I'm telling the sowers in this hour, in this day, in this age, that God's going to bless you far behind your wildest dreams and your imagination ever. I want to hit this thing hard because the devil has kept God's people in bondage and broke and in fear for so long. That the devil has looked at you and laughed at you and said, I'm going to feed your body to the birds of the sky. And you're going to be a slave forever. I'm telling you right now, on God's authority, you will not be a slave to fear. You will not be a slave to death. You will not be a slave to your government. You will not be a slave to sickness and disease. You will not be a slave to death. Come on, or to, or to, to lack. God shall deliver you instantly and suddenly there will be a turnaround. Now, I believe it's going to happen in a way today. You better hear me. In the book of Acts, when they came together, they prayed in one accord. Now, I, I have this in my heart and I, I hope I can contain myself. God is dealing something with me very long that I haven't even spoke to my family about. It is deep in my heart and this is the first church I'm telling this to and I'll, I'll say this here. Last night when I was speaking to the Lord, there's, there's something that I've been wrestling with God for that I desire to see spiritually. Spiritually. And the, the Lord started revealing stuff to me last night, and I'm here telling you this, that I believe when God sent me, the book of Acts shall come alive. Why do I say this? It's not just so that people can say, wow, look at that. It's because what God is going to do in the house that he sends me to shall have the effect of the book of Acts. So I, I want to say this and I, I feel so pregnant with this message. So just to release this, otherwise I'll be, 
I will be disobedient towards the voice of God. I can't shake this thing off. I've tried the whole morning. I cannot. Give me two minutes. I'll pray for everybody. But the church of Acts is coming alive in this day and age. I don't know if you know it. Jesus is coming back very quickly. Very, very quickly. But before he's coming back, there's going to be a quick word or work rather that God's going to do in the body of Christ. You better follow me right now. And I, I say this because I see it. I, I don't see this just here. I see it far beyond where God's taking this church and this ministry. Again, I'm here to help the church. This is why I'm here this morning. I, I see my, in my spirit eye, this is what God says, and, and you'll see the effect of this from this day. But the church of Acts is coming alive to New Way Church. There will be people that will be added to the church daily. I see the day is coming where there will be mass baptisms. I see the day is here where the lost, the lost is coming in like you've never seen it before. And the fear of God shall overtake New Way Church. A holy fear of the Lord. I see people on their faces, in the aisles. Ooh, I see it, I see it. This is what the Lord, in the aisles, and say, Lord, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. I see the old dispact of people running for the fire of God. And say, Lord, send us a place that we might know you. And I heard him say, tell my people, there will be no lack among them. No lack among them. Pastor Richard, hear the word of the Lord. You share the vision and God shall send the provision. This is the word. There will be uncommon miracles. New Way Church, are you ready to be elevated to a, a level? Because I'm here saying Goliath has fallen this morning. because you're a lover of his presence he will honor you he's taking his rightful position in the church Jesus Christ is about to shake new way church like never before there will be people that will fear this church and say stuff happens there stay away there people's getting saved filled with the Holy Ghost but people will flock because they want something new that God's about to do. You think this church's name is New Way for no reason? God says there's a new way coming. A new standard. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Now, Father, I lift up my hands. I ask you in the name of Jesus. That breakthroughs will manifest this morning as the result of your word in the name of Jesus. I declare those who have come that says I have a Goliath in my life in any form of sickness and disease. Lord, even as they are sitting there, that sickness dries up right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I sense your healing anointing flowing here right now this morning. Every doctor's report, I cancel it. Fear that has kept people awake at night, I curse it back to hell. I said, let God's people go in the name of Jesus. Let God's people go. Anxiety 
Loosen them in Jesus' name. Every lying spirit. Cursed in Jesus' name. I release deliverance to your people right now by your sweet power that's in this place. Lord, those who say, Lord, I, I need financial turnaround. The power is in your seed, people. Again, I, I say this under the holy fear of the Lord. Your breakthrough is in your seed. If you built God's house, watch God build your house. And if I lift your hands high, every eye to be closed, you're going to experience His glory filling this house this morning. Wherever you're sitting, I want you just to start to pray with me. Come on, don't be shy about this. There's no one, nobody's next to you. It's just you and God right now. And we're going to pray. We're going to press in. And I'll tell you, the atmosphere is about to shift. The breakthrough is, is about to happen. Manto ko provokite. Rusika prakatite nemo. Rusa pramakie. Koromo mosita kayetuko. Irasito monditi. I want you to pray loudly. I want you to lift those voices. Come on, that's your weapon this morning. Come on, that's the sword. You have that sword in your... You, you have to tell yourself this. There's no other sword like this sword. Use your prayer as your weapon. It's written, every promise is yes and amen. You shall remember the Lord your God. It is He who gives you power to get wealth. It's written, the blessing of the Lord makes rich. And He adds no sorrow to it. It is written in the house of the righteous. They shall be both wealth and riches. Breakthrough for your people this morning. Every sower will always have seed. In the name of Jesus. Touch the oppressed, steal the sick. Atmosphere shift now in Jesus' name. Come on, I want you to pray. If you can pray in, in tongues, pray in tongues. I want you to pray like you've never prayed before. Something is happening for your life this morning. Something is happening concerning your family. Let your fire fall on us. Spirit of God, sweep across this place. Let heaven come down in this place. Let breakthrough come. A boat sinking, need breaking breakthrough. In Jesus' name. If you need breakthrough, grab a hold of this. And say, Lord, based on your word, I'm leaving with my breakthrough.
You cannot lie, Lord. You cannot lie. I give you the glory. I give you the glory, Lord. Can I ask everybody just to stand to their feet for a minute? As you stand up, lift your hands to heaven. I feel your fire, Lord. Listen, I'm telling you this. There's a, a new wind blowing in this place. Lord, let it happen from the left right across this place to the right. Let a new wind blow. Are you ready for the fire of God? This is what you said, Lord, this place shall be known for the fire of God. My God, I give you, I give you all the glory. Lord, just give them a glimpse of what I sense. Your glory is here. My God, I give you praise. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Come just two minutes. Just give me two minutes. The Spirit of the Lord is going to do a sovereign work. You see, you have to be desperate. You have to desire this. God's not sitting with the sitters. He's moving with the movers. You have to ask, seek, and knock this morning. The Lord, I'm not leaving like I came in Jesus' name. I know what the Lord has spoken for this church. We're going to look back and say, look what the Lord has done. We have to get this job done very quickly. We have to work while it's still day. For night is approached with no man can work. I want to ask you to pray with me for two minutes. As loud as you can. Come on in. In the spirit, if you can. If you don't pray in the spirit, pray in your own language. For two minutes. Come on. For two minutes. Come on, lift it up. We want the fire of God this morning. We want the fire of God to fall this morning. Manto robo sikapramandi. Come on, I need you to pray. I need you to pray. I need you to tap in right now. Come on. Come on, his fire is falling in this house. There's breakthrough this morning coming. Kandarama sukoprovo. Rimraski provuski pachnanda. Like your life depends on this. I'm telling you, I hear him say, Pray, and then the fire of God will fall. Pray, pray, pray.
Come on, pray, pray. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. I want to see the glory of God on those faces. Don't stop. It's happening, it's happening, it's happening here. Karamasite sabramakurobosi. Ooh, I love it. I give you the glory, Lord. There's a dear lady here in the, in the yellow. Can somebody just bring her out for me? My left. I see the glory of God all over her. Ma'am, would you come here? Would you come to the front? Everybody else, keep on praying. Keep on praying. I see the glory of God on the face. Just lift your hands. God's about to touch your life. Woo. This is where the storm stops. This is where it ends. I just hear him say, speak to the waves. Speak to the wind. Wind be still. That's an uphill of fire. That's the life, Lord Jesus. You'll never be the same again. You'll never be the same again. Come on, keep on praying. Keep on praying. I see 24-hour breakthroughs coming for God's people. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, my goodness. I give you the glory, Lord. Let me do this. Those in the first row, and the ones that touch from the Lord, breakthrough, come to the come to the front in the line and lift your hands to heaven. I tell you right now, I feel the fire of the Lord here. Only the first line. We'll get to the next quickly. But when you get to the front, lift your hands. I, I just sense a river of God flowing here in the front. A mighty river of God flowing here in the front. When I pray for you, I believe that. God's healing power shall flow. Restoration shall come. Whatever breakthrough you need. This morning in the name of Jesus. When you get to the front, would you just lift your hands. And those in your seats, keep praying for them. You're going to have your turn now. And you in the front, pray. Jesus, what a wonder you are. There's a song that says, Jesus. What a wonder you are. You are so gentle, so pure and so kind. And you shine like a bright morning star. Jesus, my God, what a wonder you are. Father, I thank you so much. I thank you so much. I thank you so much. I thank you so much, Lord. Fresh fire, Lord. Like the church of Acts, they will experience it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Woo, thank you, Spirit of God. That's your people. That's your people. That's your people, Lord. Prison waiting on a life. Thank you, Spirit of God. Holy Ghost, power. Just move with me quickly, guys. The presence of the Lord is here. 
Thank you, Jesus, for the new that you are doing. Thank you for the new that you are doing. Can you guys pick up your pastor? There's such fire on him this morning. His ministry, pick him up for me. His ministry and his life will never be the same again. Fresh fire, Lord. A new anointing. Fire of the, of the Holy Ghost. Fire. Fire on your people, Lord. In Jesus' name. Take it, sir. A new work, Lord. A new work. Come on, church. Keep on praying. Keep on, keep on praying with me. Father, the Lord is on this lady. Her life will never be the same. Give me your hand. Touch the Lord. Touch the Jesus. Touch both of them. Come on, that's the fire of God. Ask Him. Just ask Him. Don't ask him small. Ask big things. He's got all the resources. Such power. I give you glory, Lord. Thank you for this, dear lady, Lord Jesus. Oh, that's it, that's it, that's the fire of God. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Come to the second row. If you want, if you want the power of God, come. If you need breakthrough, quickly come as I lay hands on you. There's breakthrough coming. Come, you remember Goliath has fallen. No longer do you deal with Goliath, it has been dealt with. You receive what God has promised you. I know many people will be healed by the power of God. Doctors' reports are canceled this morning. Cancer has dried up and has gone in Jesus' name. Fear is leaving. Fear is leaving. Just lift your hands to heaven. Lord, in this way flow. Thank you, Jesus. Touch your Lord. Let the river flow. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. This generation shall know you. They shall know your power. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Spirit of God. Listen, there's a... There's, there's, there's life coming. Even the, the anointing of God is this life. You struggle to get babies, put your hand on your stomach and receive life in your womb. Touch them, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Spirit of God. Come on, come on, receive it. Receive, receive it, receive it this morning. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Touch them afresh. Touch them, Lord. Let your power rest upon them. Forever, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I missed you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
thank you, Lord, for fresh fire on him. In the name of Jesus. by the Spirit of the Lord. There's a person here that believed God would heal them of cancer. Would you quickly come join me here right next, next, next to me on the stage. Give me your hand, lady. There's a power of God. Touch your Jesus. Touch your Jesus. Come on, you don't have to be shy. Those of cancer, quickly come here. I need to lay hands on you. Touch your Lord. Give a breakthrough, I pray. What are you believing God to do for you? Tell me. To double for your trouble. The Bible says when the enemy has scored out, he must repay sevenfold. Give me both of your hands, would you? Give, give, give me your hands. Give me, like, do this. Thank you. That's it. That's the healing power of the Lord. Touch this woman's heart. Never the same again. Never the same again. Is it you? Your husband? Come closer to me. What's his name? Moses. Now, Lord, I send your word to Moses. I curse cancer in the name of Jesus. I curse it. I command cancer to come out of that body. Your word says, whatever I bind shall be bound. I bind cancer and I loosen your healing power in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord, when she lays her hands on her, let this power that's available here, Lord, flow through his body. The cancer shall die. Ooh, I can't wait to hear your testimony. Do we have a, a tissue or something? I just want to pray over and give it to us. John's watching. Okay, he's watching. He's watching. Awesome. Now, Lord, as I stretch out my hands towards this camera, I command Donnie to live. I command that cancer to fall off him. In the name of Jesus, it is written. By your stripes, we are healed. And therefore, I declare him healed by the power of God right now. And Lord, as this tissue touches him, I thank you, Master, that your healing power, that virtue shall flow through his body. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Come on the, the next line if you can. The Lord is opening up somebody's eye this morning. Sight is coming back into your eye. In the name of Jesus. And I ask everybody else to keep on praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. When you get to the front, just lift your hands to heaven. Deaf ears must open this morning, Lord. Spines must be straightened out. Arthritis is leaving bodies. In this place, Lord, every sickness is illegal. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Gotcha. Gotcha, Lord. Thank you, Master, for your power. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, receive it. That's it. There he flows. Thank you, Master. Gotcha, Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. 
Come on, receive it. Don't fight the anointing. Take it. Let it change you. Let it heal you. Let the Holy Spirit just do whatever He wants to do. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray by the times He gets home that it shall be done in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's the power of God. You can feel it when it flows. You can feel it when it starts to flow. In the name of Jesus. Can you pick up this precious lady? Can you pick up for me? Why do we pick up again? Because I feel the fire of God on it. This woman is hungry for God. Hungry for His power. She'll never be the same again. Come on, pick up one more time. She's not leaving like she came. Fire in Jesus' name. One more time. Come on, that's power. I knew somebody needed it. Woo, that's power. My goodness. That's power here. Jesus, I give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have tremendous power here. Come on, everybody, lift your hands to all across this place. Lord, did your fire fall all over this place? All over this place, Lord. Come on, right now, lift those voices to heaven. Come on, I feel it. I feel it. I felt the shift happening right now. Come on, Lord, we want your power. Woo, we want your power. Come on, lift those voices to heaven. Come here, sir. Fire on you. Give me your hand. I feel the glory. Hallelujah. Use him, Lord, for your glory. Come on, guys. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. I give you glory, Lord. I love your spirit. Lift your hands to heaven. Lord, use him. Use him for your glory, Lord. Use him for your glory, Lord. The fire of God. That's his life. Come on, I'm just going to float as the Lord shows me. Come on. Thank you, Spirit of God. Touch him afresh. That's it. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Fall. That's it. That's the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. Receive it, sir. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? Say again. Thank you, Jesus. Touch your heart. Faith arise. Give me your hand, baby. Jesus, I've got such power that I feel flow from here. Can we pick up again? In this hour, it will come yes. to the hungry. Pick up again. To the thirsty. Will not come on those who do not want it. Let them never be the same again, Lord. That's it. So it's on you. It's on you. Great power, Lord. Great power. That's the glory of God on you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That's this family. Woo! Power of God. Take it, sir. Let this fire fall. 
Ooh, can we can you come here? There's power on you. I know this morning he said yes. Fire! That's it. Come on, church, keep praying, keep praying. Give me your hand, lady. Give me your hand. Of God. Ah, hallelujah. It's so it's so powerful here this morning. If I was this church, I would grab a hold of this. This is the start of something fresh. What I give, what I have, I give, Lord. This generation shall know your power, Lord. They will know your power, Lord. There's such a calling on his life. Let's just sit there, Lord. But such a calling on his life. Thank you, Lord, for these kids. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. Holy Ghost power. On your life. Touch her again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Use him for for your glory, Lord. That's the power of God. Thank you, Jesus. That's the power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray for that that woman. Her ears. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. She's done. Look at this face. She's done with it. Never again, Lord. (laughs) Never again. Now, Lord, you are restoring her youth. Eyesight, ears, hear the word of God. A creative miracle is happening. (laughs) Open up. (laughs) Open up. Say Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Say Goliath has fallen. Say Goliath has fallen. Fall. <laughs> 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 That's beautiful. Now, Lord, that's the eyes. Brand new eyes for a brand new life. In the name of Jesus. My goodness, I feel the power of God on you. My God, I can't even keep my hands still. This is power. Oh, I give you glory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. She says, Lord, got such compassion for you this morning. Quickly look at me. How's your eyesight? Good. good? Let's see how good it is. How many fingers am I holding up? Two. One. Five. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Come on, can we give Jesus the greatest praise? Woo. Lord, I thank you for your love that you have. When I touched the Lord, I felt your love, your compassion. Thank you so much for this woman's faith. Let this faith ignite this whole place in Jesus' name. 
Glory, glory, glory. And he's healing my back. And he's healing your yes, back too. He's right now he's doing it. Yes, I'm not putting up with this. Amen. I love it. No more. No more infirmity in this back. No more. Life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, somebody shout. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you, Jesus. Give me your hand. Thank you, Lord. That's your Lord. That's the power of the Lord. Give me your hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ah, that's the Lord Jesus. Sure. Absolutely. Amen. Bless you. Four hours. You drove four hours this morning to be here. God bless you. Now, Lord, I thank you. Whatever she has come for, that it shall be done by the time she gets home, I pray. No more cancer in your daughter. No more. I curse that cancer in the name of Jesus. Now, I don't say this just because of you. I know God's doing something incredible. Do you know why I know that? Because I feel it in my hands. When he heals people, when he touches people, my left hand always ignites. This is how I know it's done for you. It's done, Lord. Now, Lord, the anointing she has, she, she drove so far, let this anointing just touch her. In Jesus' name. That's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This generation shall know your power. They will know your power, Lord. The devil cannot have them. I thank you, Lord. Satan cannot have them. They belong to you. Bless him, Lord. Little preacher. You know you're going to preach one day. You know that. You've been saying this since you've been four. Amen. Now let me do something quickly. I like to do this. Now, Lord, let this anointing on my life come on him for his generation. The Lord's going to do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you what he's going to do. You're going to have a visitation with Jesus. As he has visited me, he's going to visit you. The only thing I ask you, Lord, don't let him go through the pain. <laughs> but let him see your glory. Let him know you like I know you. In Jesus' name. Lord, from this age, it will not, it will not happen only when you're older. It happens from this morning onwards. When you see somebody sick, you lay your hands on them and command them to be healed in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that the relationship that you will have with Jesus shall overflow in his life and people will be healed, touched, and tremendously changed because of the anointing that's resting in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Young preacher.
so much. Such a privilege for me to be here. Can we just quickly lift our hands to heaven just one more time? Father, we thank you today that you have sent me here with an assignment and a mandate from heaven. And Lord, therefore, we declare this in the name of Jesus, that no man, no woman, no, no boy, no girl will leave as they came. In Jesus' name, we are ready to experience your presence, your power. And this is a Sunday of breakthrough. And therefore, we declare breakthrough is coming to the house of the Lord. I want to ask you, wherever you're standing, to lift your hands to heaven. And for the next two minutes, just to pray in the Spirit as loud as you can. Come on. Come on. Come all across this place. Just lift those voices in one accord. We are expectant, Lord. Something is going to break this morning. Something is going to break this morning.